two-person team that does five more minutes. Our creative director doesn't actually listen to the podcast. How's that for interesting? As a evangelical Protestant who grew up in Oklahoma and was uh, kind of steadily raised in my late teens by general Baptistic evangelicalism, I had no idea what to do with Ash Wednesday or um, any of the other what I would what I what were described to me as a kid as minor holy days. So Easter and Christmas, we get that. Almost everything else, though, um, there can be somber reflection in your home, perhaps in the morning. And more importantly, maybe there's something for you to learn at this point. And I realize that there's a tension because while a lot of uh, mainline Christians uh, are not as profoundly influenced by the resurrection and as far as I can tell are not as, uh, don't lean on the gospel as much, on the other side, uh, passionate evangelicals who lean on the gospel in a daily way don't understand the importance of spiritual practices. So perhaps some Christians lean on spiritual practices and think that they merit something before God, which is incredibly dangerous. Other Christians don't ever engage spiritual practices, which means that their spirituality, and I'm defining spirituality as uh, practices that remind us of true things and speak peace and joy to our heart. So there are some Christians that lean on those practices and think that that merits something before God, which is incredibly dangerous. And then there are other Christians that don't practice anything because they're nervous about it, and they think that learning is the journey and the process of the Christian life. Splitting between those two groups, I want to offer that spiritual practices are a way for us to remember what Jesus has purchased for us. They're a way to practice the gospel. They're a way to disrupt practices that increasingly become worldly and are not bad. But through spiritual practices, we can, we can more fully enjoy in a moment-by-moment way the grace, mercy, and blessings of Jesus. So that was a lot of words. Here's what I'm saying. I encourage you to both fast during Lent, which is the 40 non-Sundays between Ash Wednesday and Easter. If you've ever heard the 40 days of Lent and you're a mathy person, you realize it's actually 46 days. And there's something that's so important about fasting that I think a lot of people miss, which is breaking the fast is supposed to be celebratory. And as I've grown in my understanding of spiritual practices... I long to speak about them well and with clarity because they are such a blessing to us in the already-not-yet time, the time where we have Jesus, the gospel, and the indwelling Holy Spirit, but Jesus has not returned to earth and rolled back all that's not as it should be. In that time, fasting is a felt blessing to us where we remember very actively the sweetness of the gospel. Here are the ways over the last year that I've fasted, and I commend them to you not as the only ways, but the ways that I feel most comfortable talking about. Technology. I'll take a day, and this wouldn't work probably for Lent because six days is the length of the fast, but I'll fast from technology. And when I'm tempted to pick up my phone or my iPad or my computer, I say to the Lord, I remember that my work is for you. Help me to remember that. I have fasted from alcohol, and when I want a drink, I pray, Lord, help me to remember that you, that tasting and seeing that you are good 
is better than life, to quote Psalm 63. I have fasted from coffee, and then I remember that I'm fearfully, wonderfully made, which is both a remembrance of the gospel and the fact that my body is capable of waking itself up. And food and even alcohol perhaps are dangerous, and technology is one where you need to to tell people if you're fasting from it, even though it's good to not tell people that you're fasting because that sort of disrupts the whole point of it. When I fast from food, I remember in the very many moments when I'm hungry, God, you are the bread of life and my sustenance. So I would encourage you to pick something, and I would encourage you to connect it to a promise or many promises of the gospel, because spiritual practices are a felt blessing. They merit nothing before God. All that work is done by Christ. But that doesn't mean they're not beneficial. Happy Ash Wednesday to you. I hope that it's easy for you today to remember the good news, that God loves you. He proved his love in sending his son who took on all our sin that we might never be separated from God again. And he gave us his Holy Spirit to steady us, strengthen us, and encourage us until he returns. Mm-hmm.